0: It's the 9 to 5 Misfits back again to help you crush unemployment and find your dream career. Woohoo. Again, if you don't know who we are, I'm Pavi and this is my buddy Nami over here who's sitting on my left. Hey, and we decided, because it's August and it's back to school month. No! Run away, Gross. children! So we're <laughs> gonna talk about, should I get my MBA? Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no matter how old I get, even though I'm not in school, I just hate seeing oh back to school my God, nice, it know. reminds me of that
1: time I used to hate back in school yeah dude I, I still get that feeling of doom every time and for some reason Target starts from July yeah, and i are like, like
0: come on Um, what kind of school system I school know. year is this Ugh. but yeah so we're, we're gonna talk about why you should or should not get an MBA and if you're wondering about it this would be a really really good episode for you especially because we talked to a ton of people we at mm-hmm. least interviewed maybe 20 people about why they did their MBA or why they were considering it. Yeah. So we've done all the research, kids, so you don't have
1: to! Hey! And also um, if you couldn't tell, we're Indian. All kinds yeah. of brown, baby. <laughs> know. So every brown person has grappled with this idea of, should I do my MBA? Should I not? Because that's such a common thing in our culture. Yeah. Intro. So we're just gonna address some of the most common reasons why people decided to or not to do their MBAs. Yeah, and we
0: ourselves have different perspectives. Because yeah. I haven't done my MBA. I I have only done my undergrad degree in chemical engineering which is unheard of <laughs> I know. and uh nami has her mba so yeah. we're like war of the worlds right I now know. so let's go into our first reason number one technical background and this again very prevalent with brown people including myself you know all the engineers am i right mm-hmm. when you feel like you've hit a plateau with your career one of the things that you always consider is like should i do my mba so we decided let's break it down into when is a good thing, and when is it not a good mm. thing? So if it's it's more in terms of if you want to get a management perspective, as an MBA you get development from the leadership forefront or how to be professional. You get training on that. It's very little about the coursework itself. Yeah, kind of like what you used to have in undergrad uh, in your undergrad, right? We, I mean, I was never taught stuff like networking mm. or even informational interviews. It was not, nothing about that. It was more about oh, how many classes. Did you take and how like what's your gpa blah blah that kind of stuff but through your mba you get all aspects of learning about business yeah. itself so that would be one of the reasons to consider it
1: yeah, especially cuz like there's a lot of engineers who um they feel like they hit a wall, right? After a certain point, no matter what career you're in, and this is something that I realized last year when I was trying to figure out okay, what is it that I want to do and if I if anyone wants to get to C-suite level, I feel like the ideal mix has to be technical plus people skills. No right. matter what industry you're in, and for engineers especially, that people aspect is never emphasized. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this And, is and like even a if you reason. have those skills, I had those skills. Yes. They do not
0: allow you to exercise them. So I didn't even know I had those skills because I was like, I don't need them. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that you have to network and talk to people. I just assumed that every engineer ever has to sit in the back of the (laughs) class or whatever. And for me, it was different though because I didn't really... Hit like I hit that plateau, but I didn't care to consider the MBA Mm. mainly because I was like, I actually realized that I didn't like engineering or oil and gas in the first place. So, because of that, I was like, I don't want to go do an MBA, which is probably just going to keep me in this field. And Mm. I didn't really want to go into the business of things, like, I'm not, I didn't want to know about supply chain or marketing or finance. What I actually wanted to do was something creative. And it seemed like in my brown community, it would be like a step down if I did another undergrad in like a creative field Hmm. like going to art school or one of those like graphic design one of those things so I just decided not to do anything and just kind of be like I will like you know fight this (laughs) to the core not get an MBA and not do another undergrad degree so here I am really (laughs) successful as you can tell
1: (laughs) thank you Yay! (laughs) so there are a few reasons why people maybe shouldn't do it like you said like for you you just didn't see the value in it, right? Yeah, I kind of knew that I didn't actually want what the
0: MBA provided.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. And then also there are people who are just straight up killing it in what they're doing. Right. So if you're a management consultant or something and you've right. been doing it for a while and you're amazing at it and you're en route to being partner, right. well, you're not going to want to step back and take a break and do your MBA because first of all, you don't need it. Yeah. And secondly, the opportunity cost of you walking away from that stellar career is too high for you at that point.
0: Yeah, and it's not about your grades, right? It's, yeah. it's more about developing yourself. And if you've already gotten that happen in yeah, mm-hmm. so why?
1: Yeah, and also just a note to most engineers and stuff, people who are coming from that very technical degree, that brings up a good point because it's not a good idea to go into your MBA expecting to get straight A's because that's not what it's about. It's about, I guess, expanding your worldview a bit. So hmm. be very mindful of that and be more well-rounded. True that. So another thing that stuck out to us uh, that a lot of people mentioned on their reasons to do their MBA was that they felt like it was a great way to accelerate their career. Right. And I completely understand this because this is why I did my MBA. Yeah. For me, it was just about the second chance because I never had a great career to begin with. I went into hotel management. So basically, black sheep of the Indian community. What is that? (laughs) I know. And then after that, because it was such a crappy experience, everything after that was in an effort to sort of join this league of overachievers. You wanted to be one of us. I know. So I was like, I do want to be like all my yeah. friends and engineering jobs and whatnot. And then it was funny because my sister had done her MBA two years before me and she poor thing graduated right during the recession. And so she had a very, very tough time getting a job, but she also went into marketing and so, even though with me, I was very inclined towards marketing because it's very much more in line with my personality. I just deliberately didn't do it because I was like, oh, my sister didn't get a job and it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be like all those other quant-based smart Indian kids. So, I'm just yeah. going to do whatever gets me the best job and whatever gets me to that level. Yeah. All so, that, it's all about that can I reason, know. Isn't it? <laughs> I know. So, then I did my, I did stupid supply chain, which, yeah, no offense. I'm sure some people do enjoy that but I did not. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and going
0: back to school, you not only get to develop your entire knowledge mm-hmm. base, you expand it, right? you learn about so many things, you were able to even know what supply chain was, I don't yeah. know what it is <laughs> I would have never known. But the biggest thing is your network,
1: yeah. especially oh, if yeah. you're
0: trying to get your career to the next level mm-hmm. say you're in your technical field and you want to get into the business of mm-hmm. things, you really need to build your network because you can't just lead a team without knowing the right yeah. people, learning from the right people, so it's it's a lot nicer that way and then like you were saying that you pick supply chain, but the good thing is you don't have to know what you want specifically. Yeah. Because through your MBA you can decide based on what you've been exposed to, you can decide what you want to go into in detail. Yeah. But it has yes. negatives too, guys, with this career acceleration thing. The biggest thing is cost. Yeah, there is sure. so much that in terms of money investment and time investment that it's it's a lot to consider. So make sure you evaluate that before you go in because you have to get a good return on your investment. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like anything that you're working really hard towards, why are you doing it in the fullest place? And from a financial perspective, it's not just your application, but it's also your GMAT. Gross! The worst uh, ever!
1: That was the bane of my existence.
0: I hate that. <laughs> I have not taken
1: the GMAT. <laughs> the last test I took was the SATs and <laughs> I hated it. That- aptitude test. Can I just tell you I was so jealous because when we were evaluating all these like answers that were coming to us because we did a bunch of research right we asked uh, we put this question out to our social media and our friends about their MBA experiences and we asked them how much time they spent on their GMAT and a lot of them were like oh two weeks but really just the weekends and I was just just like I hate you so much because I don't even want to tell you how many years I spent.
0: I opened Uh the book for a week. I know. That's what I did. That's crazy. (laughs) But anyway, so that's one of the biggest costs. And then the other one is the opportunity cost because it requires a time commitment, guys. During your MBA, it's this whole coursework thing, meeting in groups, case studies, all the stuff that comes with being in school. And before your MBA, it's this whole GMAT, unless you took two weeks. I mean, good for you. But (laughs) most of the times, it takes a while with applications to write your essays. It takes a while. So if you're going into this MBA thing, just for good grades but not to, like build your network or for the right internships you really won't have the best return so make sure you evaluate everything before
1: for sure. you get into it girl mm-hmm. so another thing that uh, especially for our audience because it's a lot of Indian people brown people for them, visa issues was a big factor as Gross. well. Like, it was a big reason why they decided to go back for their MBA. You know, especially for people who did their undergrad, maybe they got a job, but then they didn't get sponsorship. Gross. They I probably noticed. had to go back Dude. to get an MBA. It's so crazy. I know. Right? I don't
0: think Donald Trump knows this. I would like him to listen to my podcast. I know. <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah. It's exactly. not that easy, you guys, yeah. to get a job, especially if you're skilled labor. It's like, yeah. like, why do a you visa. want to keep people
0: from getting a job? Um. No, he doesn't know that and it pisses me off.
1: Hopefully, (laughs) Melania does. I know. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't say skilled labor there, but. Also, yeah, so for international students, yes, MBA can increase the likelihood of getting that H-1B visa. Of course, it's not a guarantee, but it definitely increases your chances way more than an undergrad in any case. And then also, if you're here on a dependent visa, I mean, I feel sad saying this, but I had a lot of women in my class who were here because their husbands had a job and then they had nothing to do. So then for them, I was like, hey, all the power to you, you know, they came to school, they did their MBA and this was a way for them to join the workforce and And not and you get
0: a you get a student visa until whatever happens yeah. it's oh, not like they get a work visa through oh. it. they just get a student visa temporarily till they again go through the entire h1b process oh. like they weren't even married to whoever they were married so like they're oh. literally functioning independently
1: right. it just
0: means they bought some time to stay in the states yeah. so again don't take it for granted
1: Yeah, and if you are that international student who needs to get a work visa after, um, make sure that you work extra hard. You put in the effort to get that stellar internship. Make a good case for yourself so that internship wants to hire you after you're done with your MBA. I'm sorry, but you will have to work that much harder. Yeah, and remember that
0: the pool that you get to choose from is so small because there's going to be only like 100 minus X companies that will actually sponsor you. So you may not get the best or your first preference because of that so be aware of all of those things it's not the best situation to be in
1: Wah, wah, I know. <laughs> Oh, I'm that cheery, you know. <laughs> <Yay>. What's
0: next? <laughs> so the next one is expand your network and diversify your perspective. Woo-hoo. Because in your MBA, the class sizes are going to be much smaller. And they purposely will put you in groups with people from different professional backgrounds or from different cultures. And this is so different from undergrad, especially if you came from a technical field. Yeah. Where it's like all the Indians would hang out together. <laughs> so you don't get to do that. It's not a big giant class with thousands of people. So you feel a little more conscious And you're like I need to find my tribe Yeah So remember that you get To diversify yourself Your perspective And you can make more friends That are quality relationships Because you The the, the people that are in your class Are also like a lot smarter They're all, a lot older And they have disposable income Or they've worked jobs before So you can enjoy that experience yeah. Of school with them Because it's not like a chore Where you're like oh, I have to go to school Because like, yeah. This was a choice that you
1: Made. Yeah, and a few good ways to take it even further. So we had these like in the summer, we mm. had these trips. So if you can take trips with your classmates, that'd be amazing exposure. Yeah. And then there. also this is one of those reasons why having a little more work experience works to your benefit because, yeah, you can contribute to your teams in a way better way when you have 10 years of experience versus two because right. then the amount of input that you can give, it's just way more quality. Yeah, so, and that's why I would say that if you don't have work
0: experience, I would yeah. put it off for now because put off the MBA because yeah, for sure you're not going to be able to make the best out of it. You won't understand a lot of the industry yeah. jargon, business and in general because you're still figuring out what your path is yeah but definitely
1: yeah. anyway what's next Nami hit me um so I think one of the biggest things is just determining the school itself oh right? yeah you can't just go anywhere I know especially if you're Indian you yeah. most likely want to go to the Harvards of the, or the Whartons of the world Ugh, this was another really strange thing that my brother-in-law told me about he was like okay so one of the things with these Ivy League schools are the the bigger schools because they have, so, so many Indian people applying. Yes. Um, they. I don't know how true this is, but he was like, if you are an Indian person, they will be comparing your quant scores to other Indian people's quant scores. Wow. And so, I was never a math person, so I was just like, okay, bye-bye. Bye. Like- were you like, Namrata Lopez? So that they would not know <laughs> I who you we were. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not, known. I know. You didn't yes. want them to
0: know you were South Asian.
1: Please put me in a different minority. Yeah, group. please. Anywhere else. I know. Well, yeah, so
0: basically what the school itself how do you decide right do you want brand name or non-brand mm. names what are the pros and cons so the pros are obviously with the brand name is you get a high return on your investment right the yeah. harvards and stuff they already have the name attached to it so you get access to amazing networks and the best companies come by and of course you'll get a higher salary which is really great but mm. there's There's cons to that too, mainly being that it's
1: EXPANSIVE AF! And what about non-brand names, Nami? So, I chose to go to a local school, partly because you're not paying as much rent for a non-brand name school, but also we're in Houston. And so, Houston's a big oil and gas town. So, for a lot of people who want to stay in oil and gas, it makes sense to just go to a local school because they're still getting access to the same stellar companies that come to recruit there. And then also, I got married during my MBA, so I I wouldn't have felt right to move away. I know a lot of people had mentioned that they didn't want to move away from their family and friends. So, yeah, it's it's good in that way. Well, you also have the option to do part-time, right? If
0: it was a smaller school. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You didn't take it. Yeah, but a lot of people did, yeah, because then they can just yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And then also, of course, the cons are that the ROI is not as
0: high. That's true. Yeah. Well, then the other thing to consider would be full-time versus part-time. And I've I've like heard a lot from all the people that we asked these questions to. Everyone had their own reasons. Again, it's your decision at the end of the day. But the pros are very simple. With your full-time, it's amount of time that you put in into something, you'll get something in return, right? Yeah. So with full-time, you can actually put in the best because you have your entire focus. Based on one thing and you can enjoy your time there you can actually leverage all the networks the mm. companies everybody you can engage in happy hours and all of that stuff but the cons is again it's a higher opportunity cost higher financial cost it's almost always more expensive so that kind of sucks but yeah. from a part-time standpoint it's the opposite the pro is that you're still at work so you're mm. making money so you don't have that stress yeah. of what the finances are and of course the cons are you won't get access to the best network you won't be able to network as yeah. much as well. And then, of course, your time commitment. Because I'm assuming if you go to work and go to school, you're tired as hell. Yeah. And then you have probably a family or you have, like, relationships that you have to maintain. It cannot be
1: easy. I know. So. I could never understand how anyone part-time. Like, right. Also, you just don't feel as invested. So yeah. So, you're be, just not yeah. spending. It's like a. you're just a commuter. You just come there. You barely talk to your classmates. And, yeah. And I feel like maybe
0: people who want to do a career change may not actually engage in part-time as much because they're like, I have so much to lose yeah. so I want to do it full time and make sure it makes sense because yeah. it's this one stop shop but yeah show.
1: and ooh another perk of full time you me. get holidays oh nice <laughs> like, I true. actually was like I want a winter break nice <laughs> oh yeah I forget that <laughs> oh well so yeah
0: there's a lot of reasons to do yeah. your MBA and I know for you Namath was amazing right it was, yeah. Your, yeah. it was
1: game changer for shows it really pushed me out of my comfort zone because there were just so so many things that I did that I would never have had access to or exposure to, whether it was the subject matter, the types of people I met. I got a grant to go to this leadership program, which nice. was like this retreat and it was amazing. So there's just so much stuff that I just would never have even dreamt of if I didn't do the MBA. Yeah. And for me, because yeah, I started at such a low point that I was able to literally double my salary, even though my salary before going in was nothing, it was still cool to be able to double it. Yeah. So yeah, it was total game changer for me.
0: Nice. That's awesome. So yeah, we'll ask the audience too. What about you? Yeah. Do you think you want to do your MBA? Like a yay or nay? But yeah, thank you so much for listening guys. Like we would love to hear from you guys. We're also on YouTube. We do 5 minute hacks on YouTube every Tuesday yeah. on the episode that we talked about that's today we did Should I Do My MBA? And on Thursdays we do a segment called Getting Real with the Misfits on YouTube where we talk about our stories by picking one hack from a little box called Misfit Dubby. Mm-hmm. So we literally pick one hack at random and then we take 90 seconds and an unedited version of our stories about that hack.
1: yeah and also just throwing this out there you know we're always looking to get you guys engaged more in our content and just in our community and so from time to time we do put out a call if we need to do more research we want to create a task force if you will um so we always are looking for people who want to be part of the research so if you guys are willing to do that and give us your two cents we'll definitely do a shout out to you so yeah
0: thank you guys thanks for listening and we'll see you next week Bye. bye